Welcome to Gain That Tune. everybody game that tunes back in the house once again it's your boy john harrington here we got john regan producing the hell out of this episode say hey i am the worst producer on the planet we got jesse moore say hey hey and we got david fleming say hey (laughs) hey yeah man we're kicking ass um, you know, if you're just joining us here on Game That Tune, I'm assuming you actually joined us like 20 minutes ago for the live show. Apologies for that. Uh, we're going to listen to some video game music. We're going to try and guess the games based on the songs, a little bit of trivia. Goof off, have fun. Whoever wins, picks a theme, plays a bonus tune. Uh, and, you know, it was the it was our fantastic fearless leader, the John Deucer, that won last week's show. So, uh, oh, Johnny, I'm, I'm bracing myself. What is the theme for tonight's episode um so there was this period of time from 2000 to 2009 that we later dubbed the naughty oddies <coughs> and who is this we <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of people and by a lot of people i mean people in the 30s came up with this term right, right. <laughs> fantastic so, what is the theme, John? Games <laughs> Say it clearly. From two, games from 2000 through 2009, also known as the Naughty Otties. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, uh, I would have. I mean, God, I hate the phrase Naughty Otties. I, you know. I don't like thinking about the Bush administration, but I would almost rather say Bush administration games and a little bit of Obama's administration. Like, you know, I would I would do anything to avoid saying naughty oddies. Um, but anyway, <laughs> uh, I think we got a fantastic show tonight. Uh, we got, you know, uh, tunes from an interesting period in gaming. I think we got a great fan request tonight. So uh, I think uh, we need to make up for lost time and jump right into it, Johnny. Let's go. Game one.
So this game has a cheats feature where you enter cheats like by actually punching in words. If you punch in a curse word, the main character of the game will appear and uh, punch it away. guys need any more trivia is that a tease like last week <laughs> uh no i can come up with something this no it's okay <laughs> don't don't stretch yourself actually this game used the tony hawk's pro skater engine well that helps you or not <laughs> that helps to i think disprove my answer all right so jesse says doom 3 which is incorrect david says shadow the hedgehog which is incorrect John Harrington says Spider-Man 2, which is correct. What? Or I'm sorry, wait. <laughs> well, you know what? I'll give it to you anyways. This is Spider-Man 1, but they're basically the same game. I don't think uh, they are. No, they're not. <laughs> no. Oh, really? No, basically, they're not. Okay, sorry. Nobody got it then. My bad. This is Spider-Man. I refused your points. <laughs> Spider-Man 2 is a fun and cool open world like Spider-Man game for the PS2. What is the first Spider-Man game like if it runs on the Tony Hawk engine? <laughs> it is... Pretty fun looking, I'm not gonna lie. Probably not great though. It's got some pretty terrible voice acting and cutscenes and things like that. Um, as games of this era often did. Yes. But yeah, I was I was very close to using the main intro theme, which is a remix of the nineteen sixty seven Spider Man theme. Uh, uh, that would have What's that? Led me to the same that would have led me to the same answer Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean who played the original Spider-Man game? And this, wait, the scorekeeping thing, is this the PS1 Spider-Man? Yes, it is. Okay, didn't even have the right system. It was on PS1, <laughs> well, it was on PS1, 64, Dreamcast, Windows, and Game Boy Color. Yeah, well, so none the of game, the right systems. I assume the Game Boy Color had a very different soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you think that, John? <laughs> uh, that's uh. a clip that I want to pull for the next... Hundred episode free play jingle. I assume the Game Boy Color had a different soundtrack. <laughs> uh, that's why we're the best. <laughs> it's that hard hitting analysis. 
Um, the, the Nintendo 64 version didn't have cutscenes. It had stills with a little, with a little bit of like voice acting on top of them. Ouch. Um, but no, no actual cutscenes. And these cutscenes are great. I just have to play a scene. So okay, so let me, I guess, prep the game a little bit. So in the game, it's Spider-Man. One, Spider-Man. How much prep do you need? You're Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hold on, David. In so, true Spider-Man tradition, John needs to do the origin story. <laughs> <laughs> so there's this kid. So there's this guy. Uh, he's Spider-Man. And you go from building to building, mission to mission. And um, let me pull up the list of villains that are in this game. Because it was, it was a pretty good list of villains. Uh, of course, I didn't memorize it right before the show. And of course, I forgot to pull up Wikipedia right before the show. There uh, was Willem Dafoe. That would have been a good lightning round. Yeah, Ooh. Alfred Molina. Or Electro um, round. Jamie Foxx. So. Jamie Foxx. <laughs> so, uh, you get to fight Venom, Carnage, Scorpion, Rhino, Mysterio, um, Doc Ock, and a uh, symbiote variant of Doc Ock. He mashes up with the symbiote at one point. That oh, actually whoa. sounds whoa, awesome. Whoa, whoa. Let's talk about nothing Fuck else except Venom, Dr. Octopus. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's basically like fantastic. It's like Carnage with more arms. Like yeah. <laughs> Armage. <laughs> it's fantastic. See, Maximum that's armage. how they fix the Venom movie. Have Doctor Octopus in it. Oh, <laughs> we should fix. Yeah. You know, all of Sony's movies would be better with Doctor Octopus in it. Even if it just like it ends like uh, like the Incredible Hulk did, where like somebody's pissed off in, in a bar, and then like Doctor Octopus comes walking in. It's like I want to talk to you about this Venom situation you got here. <laughs> like, yeah. What? What are you doing here? I thought you were dead. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Doctor Octopus, Alfred Molina, puts on the little shades with his uh, with his you know octopus hand. You know, all the Sony movies would be infinitely better with the uh, rise of Molina. Um, anyway, John, so there's a lot of bosses in this game. I think there's a lot of bosses in all Spider-Man games. He's got a good rogues gallery. Yeah. What else He's- What else about this game sets it apart from other Spider-Man games besides that it's the PS1 game that I don't know that anybody played? I mean, seriously, I thought only... I thought we only loved Spider-Man 2, the game. Like <laughs> This is one of those things where it's like Street Fighter 1. Like, no, we all know Street Fighter 2. We all know Spider-Man yeah. 2. What's this Spider-Man right. 1 bullshit? Exactly. And now we all know Ultra Spider-Man 4 Arcade Edition. And uh, you know, we're waiting for that DLC with uh, you know more ridiculous costumes. That actually kind of fits Spider-Man. So <laughs> I'm sticking with it. Uh, yes. Yeah, John, talk. Well, so, um, this does have Stan Lee providing narration throughout the game, which is pretty neat. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, spider friend. I take it Through back. You don't need to talk anymore. <laughs> Excelsior. And his voice acting is fine, because he's just doing narration. Because he's Stan fucking yeah. Lee, that's why. Exactly. Yeah. Show some Duh. respect. But I pulled some clips here that I just have to play. I have two clips. They're both great. Um, so... The, the end of the game, Spider-Man like emerges from an undersea base with Doc Ock, and Captain America comes in and pulls them away. And so the game ends with uh, like Spider-Man, Doc Ock, Punisher. I'm sorry, Spider-Man, Punisher, um, Captain America <laughs> playing cards. Um, this game sounds fucking great. great. Which I would watch that movie. And then parallel to that, uh, you have a cutscene at a jail cell of. Rhino, Scorpion, 
uh, Mysterio playing cards while Doc Ock like bangs his head against the bars, like just pissed about his playing feeling. Uh, Scorpion proceeds like, like just kind of shit all over everybody. Like you're saying that Rhino, Mysterio, myself, Doc Ock couldn't get the Spider-Man, and Mysterio responds with, "Everyone knows you can't control the symbiote." Which sounds like John Lovitz. <laughs> like, it's, it's not good. Acting. Uh, it's John Lovitz yelling into like a coffee can. <laughs> I love it. And then shortly oh. after that, you know, they're playing like Go Fish, and um, and Scorpion asks Rhino if he's got any threes. So Rhino, you got any threes? Oh, uh, hey, hey, I got a bingo! Ha ha! You guys think you're so smart, but I won! Ha! Who's your daddy, Doc Ock? Ha ha ha! I laughed so hard. Who's Wait, your daddy? What was happening in that scene? <laughs> They're playing Go Fish, and Scorpion oh, asks Rhino okay. if he has any threes, and that's Rhino's response: is that actually I have a bingo? And who's your daddy, Doc Ock? <laughs> Which is. Come my Can favorite we cut line because I want everything. that in the calculating computer. Who's yeah, your say, daddy, Doc Ock? Gonna definitely need to trim that down just a little bit to get to the good stuff. But what the fuck? Uh, so, so basically, was Bendis writing this, or? Uh... <laughs> Man, yeah, you know, I think uh, you know, if I had known that you were gonna pull a bunch of sound clips, I would have pulled some sound clips from the games that uh, that I was responsible for, because. I think that the 2000s were a time of terrible voice acting in games. <laughs> like, it's uh, it's not all bad, but man, it ain't great. <laughs> like it's uh, that's really uh, really something. You know what the 2000s really taught me about video games? Mm. Everyone knows you can't control the symbiote. <laughs> God, what is that voice? <laughs> It almost sounds like he's about to go into um, Nobody Expects the Spanish and Yeah, that was my thought. I thought it sounded like John Cleese. Is is that actually nearly headless Nick from the Harry Potter movies? Like, <laughs> Potter, you can't control this symbiote. <laughs> That's the crossover we oh need. My God. Harry Potter and the mysterious yes, black exactly. goo. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, and the goo of mysteriousness. Uh, I'm into it. That would oh my just, God. you know, and yeah, it's actually, you know, it almost is a little bit Mrs. Doubtfire-y. <laughs> like, <laughs> Hello! <laughs> Hello! You can't control this symbiote! <laughs> I love that this whole segment of the show has been, let's not discuss the game and let's play soundboard clips. John Honestly, clearly never played this game. Like, we don't know what this is. For all I know, it really is just Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, but with Spider-Man in it, uh, which was already a thing. Um, <laughs> so, might as well do a deep dive on what the fuck Mysterio was talking about. Like, <laughs> oh lord. I mean, seriously. Last week we talked Metal Gear Solid 4, and most of it was a discussion of shit. So, you know. Well, it's true. This week, okay. it's Spider-Man, and it's a discussion of, uh, you know, acting! So, uh... Anyway, John, anything else on Spider-Man, the game that none of us played, and we all played Spider-Man 2 on the PS2, the vastly superior game. Who's your daddy, Doc Ock? Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, Johnny, great game, great pick. Uh, let's keep it going. Great voice acting? No! no. <laughs> game 2. 
So, none of the bosses in this game have official names. All of the names that fans go by and the names that are in the guidebook are nicknames the developers gave each of the bosses in order to distinguish between them, but they have no official titles.
So, who's got some answers? Oh, do I? Oh. The perfect combination of music and trivia for John to get a wrong answer. Oh, am I? Oh, he did it. So, um, everybody says Shadow of the Colossus, which is correct. We got a hat trick. Yes, indeed. Does this mean we get to talk about Rain Over Me? Um, no. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, so, that comes later. So we got the theme, which I will not repeat, and I was thinking, like, what games did I play and I just, like, really loved in the mid-2000s? It's like, oh, Shadow of the Colossus was awesome, and I remember that soundtrack was great, but we covered that shit. So I pulled up the uh, list of games that we've used previously on the show, and I had one of those moments, like, come episode 100, when I realized we never played a Dragon Quest game. It's like, wait a minute, we've never done Shadow of the Colossus? Shit! We gotta fix that! This game is awesome! It sure is. Um, Nothing to me that particularly stands out as memorable about the music, but, uh, man, what a game. (laughs) Uh, I just remember the music being very atmospheric and very epic. Yes. Um, and it, it would kind of change, too, as you were fighting the bosses and stuff. Like, once you were getting, like, closer to beating him, like, the music would change tempo and stuff. Yeah. I like it. Um, this is so. one of the few games where, like, you can say games are art, and I will agree with you. Like, there's not a lot of games where I feel that way, but this is one of them. Like, yeah. this is a work of art. Why is John, that, John? I'm glad you brought up that point, because I was actually going to bring up that point where I think this game belongs in a damn museum. Like, this game <laughs> is the truest definition of an experience. Yep. Yeah, like, you go to a museum, you look <laughs> at things, and you feel things. And this game makes you feel things in the same way that, like, a piece of weird abstract art can. Does it though? Does it? Uh, John, make John feel you seem things. to have a dissenting opinion. Would you like to elaborate? Oh, just, you know, I thought it was a fine game. I, you know, I got what they were going <laughs> for, but, I, you know, it didn't, uh, I don't think this game blew me away quite like it did everybody else. Like, you know, maybe I'm just some kind of giant monster-killing sociopath, but, like, uh, <laughs> didn't face hey, me. Yeah, you it helped Adam Sandler out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of rain over me, <clears throat> no, we're not talking about that no. just yet. <laughs> eventually, just almost. Eventually, almost. Um, no, it, you know, I don't know, man. It, uh, you know, maybe it's just because it came out when I was like twenty and I didn't give a shit. But like, I don't know. It, you know. <laughs> well, see, that's the difference. This came out when I was nineteen, so it blew my fucking mind. Yeah, exactly. You were a simpering pussy about it, so you, you know, just Jeez. you didn't feel like, you felt really bad killing all those majestic creatures. Whereas I, you know, sociopathic 20-year-old John, uh, no, you set the objective in front of me, I'm going to stab him in that jewel every time. Like, I'm, I'm going to climb up that back and just stab that motherfucker till it's dead. Like, that's the name of the game? Stab that motherfucker till it's dead? Done. <laughs> well, see, that's one of the things that caught me is like, okay, I'm this 
how many fucking fantasy movies or games have you played where it's like, oh yeah, you're the lone hero going off on this epic quest. Like, okay, and I remember this is the first game that I played where you go up to the first Colossus, you climb it, you stab it a bunch, it kills, and then that, like, awful, sorrowful music comes and that black blood, like, spews everywhere. It's like, wait, am I the bad guy? <laughs> is that what's happening here? And see, that's the other thing is, I don't think I had it spoiled for me. I think I just picked up on it early on. Like, oh, I'm not doing a good thing here. Like, these monsters aren't threatening anybody. Like, I'm the only one here. Like, you know, I'm clearly doing the wrong thing. <laughs> like, well, that's, And I, like, I had never played Ico, but this was in the age when people had the internet. So I was aware of Ico, so as this game came out, I was like, what the hell is this? Like, oh, it's the people who made Ico. What the fuck mm. is Ico? Let me Google it. Or let me ask Jeeves, because this may have been before Google. I can't remember. Yeah, Anyhow. you go to Alta Vista, and you type, take me to Google. <laughs> yeah. So I, to Lycos. I remember, oh God, Lycos. Lycos was dead before the Naughty Yachts. So I remember, like, being aware of Ico and then getting to the end of this game and you get that baby with, like, the horns. Like, wait, that's, like, the helmet. And I... Is this connected? Is this... Huh. Spoiler alert for a, what, 13-year-old game? No, David, this game came out this year, you fool. (laughs) 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 You've got to be kidding me with that shit. Like, it's only like six months old. Yeah, exactly. It came out in February. <laughs> You've that, made a I big mean, mistake. Like, I grew up reading, you know, comic books with interconnected continuity, one thing to another, and here I am playing this very artsy game, and then all of a sudden it might be tied into another game that I wasn't really like, wait, is this... Wh-? Huh, again, like 19-year-old me, my mind was fucking blown by this. Yep, this predated the Marvel Cinematic Universe, so, you know. A uh, connected universe of digital media was just not something we were prepared for, especially <laughs> of seemingly unrelated digital media. Like, wait a minute! Like, you can't just make an arty game and then have it connect loosely to another arty game. What are you trying to do here? You know, that's uh, that's kind of awesome, Team Ico, you sons of bitches. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's it's a super super cool game. I mean, you know, just. I appreciated it just on the level of, like, you walk out onto that big, you know, like, you know, bleak-ass plane, and you can just see off in the distance, like, oh, yeah, there's a big monster out there. I should probably go fuck that thing up. Like, you know, this is a nice, big, desolate landscape, and I'm going to go across it and find that big monster and fuck it up. Like, I, you know, I like that. It's almost reminiscent of, like, Breath of the Wild in that way. Like, you walk out of the cave in Breath of the Wild, it's like, oh, look, there's that fucking... Just, you can see for miles. And this, it's like, yeah, you can see for miles, and I'm gonna go kill you, you motherfucker. I'm gonna stab you in the jewel till you're dead. See, and that's, that's why I like to describe it, you know, as an experience. Because it's very hard to describe this game in any way that makes it fun. It's like, oh, Shadow of the Colossus, what's it like? Well, you get dropped in the middle of a field, and you have to find a monster and kill it. Yeah. Okay, well, what do you do? That's it. Yeah. You do that 16 times, and you're done. Right. Like, it's essentially boss rush the game, but you have to walk everywhere. I was going to say, that, you know, that's uh, you know, oxymoron. It's, you know, it's, it's no boss rush, baby. You know, you are a boss taking your time. Uh, you know, it's it's a pretty laid-back boss rush. It's boss <laughs> stroll the game. Exactly, you know. So it's a walking simulator? Oh, it's a walking simulator, then it's a climbing on a giant thing simulator, and then it's a stab it until it's motherfucking dead simulator. 
So it's uh, manhunt. Oh, it's manhunt, baby. <laughs> if the men were huge. And <laughs> God, just imagine manhunt if you had to climb giant men. <laughs> Uh, and that's basically Shadow of the Colossus. Like you're given no reason to want to kill these men, but you know you have to. You're compelled to go kill the men. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh god, it's great. Now I was reading something online, like uh, some Facebook group I'm in. They were talking about this year when the remake came out, and this guy bought it. I'm like, you know, he paid the sixty bucks for the PlayStation Four remake. And he's like, guys, I started playing this game, and then I felt so bad after killing the first Colossus that I turned it off, and I decided I'm not going to play the rest of the game. I'm like, okay, man, you know, calm down. <laughs> like, don't be, you know, no offense, but seriously, don't be a pussy about this. Like, go play it's, the game. <laughs> like, I it's really a bad. game. Well, fucking deal with it and kill the rest of them, asshole. Exactly, dude. You need, you know, you really paid sixty dollars for this, and you feel so, you feel some moral objection to killing, you know. Majestic digital creatures, like whoa, but you know, buddy, I got a, I got a newsflash for you. There's not a lot of games you're gonna enjoy. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, th- th- that, I mean, that, 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 this game was made for you to do this. This is what the, the game programmers want you to do. Yeah. Like, well, I, yeah, I, I mean, bought, I can, what do you feel bad I about? Here? Dragon Ball Fighters this year, and it, it was like, you know, okay, for your first fight, you need to beat up Goku, and I beat up Goku, and I felt so bad about it that I turned off the game and decided I didn't want to play anymore. <laughs> well, there's also, I mean, there's, I can understand where they're coming from because there's a fine line. It's not like fighting anything in a video game. There is a very clear <laughs> difference between, like, walking through a video game and stabbing a deer in the face that's just drinking at a stream and walking through a video game and punching a Nazi. They're not the same thing. Like, fuck that's that true. Nazi. <laughs> Yeah, I'll give you that. They don't really establish a good motivation for killing these things, apart from knowing that you're playing a game and you have to kill them to play the game. Like, you know, I guess technically you could just go explore the whole thing and, like, document the Colossi and not kill them. (laughs) (laughs) See, maybe that's what Shadow of the Colossus was missing. You get, you know, you get a sword, you get a bow, you get a video camera. That's what the yeah. game needs. Be like oh. a Pokemon Snap element to it. Yeah, that would and be narration by, and like the longer you're able to film them in their natural habitat, the more the David Attenborough narration kicks in, and it just talks about these majestic colossi, and <laughs> like, I, oh my god, and they the the river gets filled with like plastic straws. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it turns into planet Earth, and then it's yeah. <laughs> And then David Attenborough reveals that he's Thanos, and he would use the gauntlet on us. And, you know, it just gets weird. It gets weird real <laughs> fast. <laughs> um, no, so I can't... I I am incapable of feeling bad for a video game, because, again, it's, it's all just stuff people made up in their head. Like, I can watch a movie and feel bad, because, like, if I watch Mile Notice, there's a few scenes where I'm like, oh, somebody's Whoa. clearly threw a cat in the yeah. river, and I feel terrible. That's an extreme like, example, like, no, man. Somebody just, like, typed on the it keyboard. It was a stunt cat. That's a really <laughs> extreme example. I mean, we all know that Milo and Otis is fucked up. It was made in Japan with no animal supervision. They killed a bunch of animals. Like, that's not a, you know... <laughs> That's a different sucks, story, so, baby. <laughs> I love that movie so much. Yeah. It's, it's so cute, but you know they went through like 12 miles. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's none of that for Shadow of the Colossus, and it's disgusting it's, if you would compare them. Uh, <laughs> that's what I'm saying, though. It's like, I just can't feel bad for a game because it's like, 
just a bunch of shit people made up in their heads. Like, that's all it is. Well, no harm, no foul. So you can't feel bad <laughs> watching or consuming media unless there's real-world tragedy connected to it? Yeah, yeah, usually. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, John. I thought I was the sociopath here. <laughs> well, I mean, we've gotten to a point with CG that anything is possible. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hey, man. No, I, you know, I thought you were going to say, like, you can watch a movie and, like, you know, maybe get misty-eyed and cry over it because it's, you know, it's real well, people or it's, you I know. mean, that happens. Like, okay, you know. Yeah, like, no, I thought that right. was where you're going. Not <laughs> like. My own notice. Yeah. <laughs> I only cry over dead cats. Like, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Episode title, Milo and Otis is when we learned John was the sociopath. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, episode title, I only cry over dead cats. Shadow yeah, of like the Colossotis. <laughs> um, oh, poor Milo. Jesus Christ. Um, we've gotten way off topic. Well, actually, Milo, because ha- Milo has nine lives, so, I mean, they probably killed a couple of them. Yeah, man. <laughs> Japan, baby. I mean... I mean, Milo and Otis, the cat has nine lives. They went through 12 of them, so that's what, like 102 Milos? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's nine times 12? They had to do a lot of takes. <laughs> um, 108. 108 Milos? Anyway, uh, the game's great, and, you know, I don't understand why somebody wouldn't want to complete it on moral you know, grounds. I didn't complete it because, I don't know, I got bored and went and played God of War or something, but, like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Yeah, no, you know it's a fine game. I, I get it. It's you know it's a very in- important game. You know it is artistic as hell, and you know it's uh, and it was important to uh, reign over me, Jesse. Take it. I thought that movie was really cool because you know Adam Sandler. You know people shit on him a lot, and he's made some poor films, but he's having a good time. But I think that movie was really good because like Don Cheadle was amazing in that movie for one. <laughs> The soundtrack was great. They played that Who song so many times, and it's a great Who song, so it's not like, you know, BS. And, like, Adam Sandler has, like, had some really serious problems, you know. His, his family died in 9-11. Never forget. That's fucked up. Yes. And, like, so the only one thing, and, like, he was best bros with Don Cheadle, and then now he's just, like, weird and just plays Shadow of the Colossus. That's, like, the only thing he could relate to now, and I would think it's like th- that Shadow of the Colossus after 9-11 would kind of upset him. You know, destroying large things. Yeah. Um, Maybe it was some sort of weird, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Like a <laughs> the director of that movie was trying with- to make a weird connection there that I'm not into, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. I was so close to making a joke, but it's not. Uh, the whole time Jesse was describing like the sadness of uh, Rain Over Me, I just wanted to go, Whoop-a-dee-doo! <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows you can't control the symbiote! <laughs> oh. Yep, so uh, Adam Sandler as Mysterio playing uh, Shadow of the Colossus. That's, uh, that's what we need. Um, David, anything else on this game? Great game. Fucking important game. No, it's game. a great game, and it's a cool experience. And it's available now on your on PlayStation 4. Remastered, baby. Get that remaster in your PlayStation 4 and play it. You know, and don't pussy out. Play the whole fucking game, people. I mean, seriously. <laughs> it's a fucking work of art. Just get through it. Ugh. Game 3. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you.
So, this is our fan request for the evening. This one comes to us from uh, Facebook, from our good friend Joanna. And uh, thank you for the request, Joanna. This game started off as Unreal Warfare and was meant to be a new multiplayer game set in the Unreal universe. However, production problems caused delays and ultimately the game was developed as a new IP. How are you guys feeling? Pretty good. Feeling Fantastic. pretty good. Anybody need extra trivia? No. I mean, if nah. you got some, go for it. No, not really. Okay, uh, cool. I was going to say, sh- show me that you have your answers ready, and I'll give some uh, bonus podcaster trivia. Uh, so, uh, yeah, this game uh, features the greatest uh, video game television commercial of all time. John Regan says Milo and Otis Battle Royale. He is sadly incorrect. Jesse and David are both correct. It's Gears of War. <laughs> Hell yeah. What a commercial. I don't remember this commercial. Whoa! Really? Well, when you said the greatest video game commercial, I thought you were talking about Super Smash Brothers for the N64. No, that was, that was pretty, pretty good. Gears of War beat it, though. I mean, it was just... It, it got your attention, man. Like, uh, it almost made me want to get a new 360 after uh, after the one that I had at Red Ringed uh, Death. No, I'm kidding. I never owned a 360. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, you, you never saw this commercial? It's uh, it's really somber, and it's got uh, the lead character, Marcus Phoenix, running through the streets and then being confronted by a giant monster while fucking Mad World by Gary Jules is playing. No, you know, I missed this completely. 
It really might be a fucking, like, one of the most iconic pieces of marketing of all time. Like, it just, uh, you know, man, that's not the tone of the game at all, but it just really got your fucking attention. Like, you know, one, it's like these crispy new 360 graphics. He's, like, looking in a puddle and seeing his reflection, and then there's, like, rain and water, and he's, he's running away from some unseen threat, and, you know, it's just somber piano music, and, you know, and then a fucking giant monster pops up and you know i don't know man you know it made it you know i think it made people sit up and take notice people that weren't david fleming um clearly but uh yeah uh jesse uh, did you ever play uh some gears of war man How, you, know, you got some experience with this one yeah i uh got it for my birthday one year and, uh, tight it was pretty sweet me and a buddy co-op to beat it took us Hell a yeah. while but that the co-op in that game is sweet like uh yeah hiding behind stuff that was like one of the big cover shooters that like really said hey you can have a really sweet third person shooter and not be all clunky and stuff and like you know they were kind of slow and lumbering but they were big dudes in armor with gigantic chainsaw guns so i mean what do you yeah, exactly want? i don't mind them being slow and lumbering if they're the most jacked motherfucker of all time marcus phoenix i know uh that's, <laughs> that's fine don't with me him. baby uh no see you know sadly i my full experience with Gears of War is uh, knowledge of commercials, <laughs> and also that it's uh, just a really good third-person shooter, and uh, it features jacked-ass dudes. <laughs> like, I, uh, you know, I'm just not an Xbox guy, but I know these games are cool, and it's, it was fun reading like the the development trivia and stuff for it. They it was supposed to be an Unreal game, and then they decided to kind of change it up, and so it was going to be a first-person sh- uh, shooter for a while, and then. At some point, they decided to change over to a third-person view. And uh, I think it was a good move, man. Like, you know, especially nowadays, you look back, it's like, you know, the world has enough first-person shooters. Like, a third-person cover-based shooter, especially, like, with some good co-op and shit, yeah, you know, that is good stuff. So, you know, nice that it set itself apart. And also, I do believe it has a gun that has a chainsaw on it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I thought bayonets were cool. Well, That's awesome. Hold my beer. Uh, it's also fun. I was reading the trivia, and uh, I guess the bad guy, or the bad, evil, whatever force in the game is called the Locust, or whatever. And originally they were going to call it the Geist. Hmm. But uh, during <laughs> development, Nintendo beat them to market with a game called Geist. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Which so they had to change different. it and... Like, uh, go back and do a little re-recording and stuff like that. It's like, okay, fine. Uh, Locust. Sure, let's go with that. Which, speaking of re-recording, I feel bad for John DiMaggio, who plays Marcus Phoenix, because he he plays him with that, like, super low, gravelly voice, which is murder on your vocal cords. Vocal cords. Yeah, I was going to say, that that is not John DiMaggio's natural register. (laughs) He he must have decimated his voice just to record this because i remember seeing cutscenes where he's just like hey are you all right like oh god how did you do that for six hours a day (laughs) (laughs) uh that's great now you know i'm wondering how many times people have tried to make fun mashup videos where it's uh marcus phoenix being voiced by bender yeah it just seems like a natural connection or, you know, just putting a, do- a new skin into the game and making a jacked-ass bender to play Gears of War as. Like, We've got to go would, in there. Uh, We've got to defeat the Locusts. We've got to save them. Bite my shiny metal ass. 
We gotta kill all humans. What was that, Phoenix? Uh, I mean, kill all locusts. Oh, okay. Cool. Oh, man. But yeah, uh, you know, I don't know. It, you know, the game's super cool. It, you know, again, like, this is one of those things. It's like, this is like as close as I ever got to wanting to buy an Xbox. Like, this almost sold me on it. And, uh, you know, makes sense because it's one of the only, uh, like, original IPs that Microsoft has kept working with in the last few years. Like, uh, you know, what did they announce at this year's E3? They announced, uh, yeah, like, three, a Halo thing three and game some other Gears stuff. Of War games. And, yeah, and then three fucking Gears of War games, including Funko Pop Gears of War. Ooh. So, Gears of War still kind of going strong. Yeah. <laughs> like, People uh, still like it. I guess. <laughs> you know. I'm glad I'm glad it's still around because it seems cool. I, you know, I don't know a thing about the lore or, you know, the continuing story, but if the continuing story is, you know, jackass dudes using chainsaw guns to fight disgusting monsters in gory situations, I see why it keeps going. Like it's got what people want out of their Xbox games. Yeah. Um but yeah, and also fun, you know, little trivia. Apparently, they uh, kind of tacked multiplayer and like co-op onto this at the last moment. Like, it was originally like apparently the thing I was reading said ninety percent of their development time was spent working on uh, like the solo campaign, which is cool. You don't, you know, you don't hear a whole lot about that, uh, you know, these days. Not that this game came out these days. This game is twelve fucking years old now, um, but. Uh, yeah, it's cool that they put a lot into the you know solo campaign where other you know games at that time probably would have been focused uh, pretty heavily on the multiplayer aspect, and then it turned out that they made a really dope multiplayer game out of it. So you know, I don't know. It's almost like this company. What's this company's name? Uh, Epic. It's almost like they make good multiplayer games or multiplayer games that people like to play. Um, I don't. I don't know where I'm getting that idea though. Hot take. <laughs> oh, Johnny, do you even know why that's a hot take? Uh? <laughs> Perfect. Yes. Response. Man. Uh, yeah. Is there no? Is there Gears of War content in Fortnite yet? Like, I feel like there should be. Like, why? Why would? I feel like there, there be? wouldn't be because of licensing issues. But yeah, they're made Thanos by the same company. <laughs> oh, you that's know. true. Epic Games makes Gears of War and Fortnite. That's what I was getting at. <laughs> so, uh, you know, maybe it would just be the fact that a chainsaw gun would uh, kind of wreck Fortnite because you spend so much time in Fortnite building stairs out of, like, <laughs> rickety wood that if a guy came in with a gun that's also a chainsaw, you know, he kind of wins the game. Like, in fact, I'm, now that I'm thinking about it, I want that. I want that real bad because <laughs> I've, I've been playing a little bit of Fortnite this week. And fuck that fucking game, man. I can't build like these motherfuckers can. It's crazy. <laughs> wasn't Ugh. there... Now we gotta look it up. Um, but wasn't there a Gears of War character in Mortal Kombat? Because I feel Ooh. like there was. That sounds ridiculous, uh, but I think you're right. Cool. I think there was like a Locust character. Yeah, it was like one of the generals from the Locust. Oh, uh, okay. That's cool. I was gonna say, I don't remember like Marcus Phoenix showing up in that. I feel like I would have, you know... Well, no, I wouldn't have known about it because it probably would have been an Xbox exclusive character, and I was busy playing as like Kratos and shit. So, uh, yeah, you know, it's probably General Ram, the big bad of the first game from Killer Instinct. 
Uh, that's probably what you're trying to think or of. Or maybe, yeah. <laughs> I totally <laughs> stole that straight out of the chat, baby. Uh, <laughs> thank you, uh, Michael, in the chat for uh, pointing at that. But yeah, you know, I'm cool with Gears of War making more crossovers, especially if it's into Fortnite, because seriously, I'm, I've been playing Fortnite on the Switch, and it needs a little more Gears of War, because it kind of feels like I'm playing a dumb cartoon, and I would <laughs> rather play something more like Gears of War. So, uh, make that happen, Epic Games. I'm into it. Um, Johnny, anything else on Gears of War, your favorite game, before we uh, before we move on? No, I just like your take of uh, what it's like to play a dumb cartoon. Everyone knows you can't control the symbiote! <laughs> that happens all the time in Fortnite. You try to control the symbiote when you're building that staircase to nowhere, and then you lose the game. It's ridiculous. So, uh, you know, I'm going to go do some Gears of War-inspired shoulder and trap exercises. And in the meantime, let's move on to the next game. Game 4.
right. In this game, there is a legendary sword named Elton Brand that can be obtained after the player performs certain actions. You have to do a quest called Shasev's Key. Upon completing this quest, if you have 11,171 gold in your inventory, you will be given a dialogue option that says, Go to Hell, Carolina. If you pick this option, you are then given the sword. This easter egg is a reference to NBA player Elton Brand, who played for Duke. The quest is named after the coach, Shashevsky. Let's see some answers. Um, oh shit. I am, okay, I am too fucking drunk to figure this out. And then, uh, John and David, who are still playing the game, uh, picked Morrowind. <laughs> and which is correct. So, uh, has anyone here played, uh, The Elder Scrolls 3 Morrowind? That's a pass on me. No. <laughs> I started with Oblivion. Oh, okay. Man, go. Uh, I used to play the hell out of this game. And, like, doing research for this and listening to the music, I was worried. I was like, am I going to remember any of this music? And as soon as I hit, like, the first song, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, it right was like, it all it. came back, and I was watching videos of it and stuff, and, uh, this one dude beat it in four minutes and 19 seconds. 
And I was like, why don't you just wait one extra minute for the sex number? You know, come on, guys. Seriously. Jeez. But still, like, What's the that? way he beat it was ridiculous. Like, he didn't, like, glitch anything out or anything. Like, he legitimately, like, used spells and, and uh, potions and was in the right spot at the right time and, like, flew across the map and did all this weird stuff that you could do if you were really good at the game and just kind of defeats the whole purpose of it, but... That makes no sense. That doesn't seem possible. <laughs> like, when you watch I mean, it, like, half the stuff, I'm like, I don't know how the fuck he's doing this stuff, but he's doing stuff. Like, there's huh. this one scene in the, uh, the the game where you're walking down and you hear someone screaming and you look straight up and this dude is just falling out of the sky. And, like, I, the guy loots him while he's still, like, just as he hits the ground, like, before he actually falls over, like, he loots him right then. Like, it's so quick. And he's like, loot! And he takes the stuff he needs. I, I think he actually pickpocketed him, which is even more, right. like, like, how do you pickpocket a person falling from 40 stories? Like, you have to be really quick with your hands. Dude, skill level 100, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. but um, Get that pickpocket skill up, but, baby. But, like, these games, like, oh, man. They take so much, like, time and care to, like, make the worlds seem like people actually live in them and stuff. It's so weird. Like, the, there's people that write those books. When you find a book in Morrowind or any of the Elder Scrolls games, like, there's at least, like, two or up to ten pages of, like, text someone had to write for a fake book in a video game. Yeah, no, the, I mean, the level of detail in those games is fucking absurd. Like... I can't even imagine being the guys that were working on this. Like, I mean, and there's guys out there willing to take in that information, like consume these books and, yeah. you know, document them. I can yeah, only imagine so, the, guy, the guys that run the Morrowind Wiki have to be the most, like, absurd nerds in the world. <laughs> <laughs> like, So, a few episodes back, we mentioned Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. I think that was one of the games that I did. And so I've been replaying that, and I'm so frustrated because after playing Oblivion, where... When you travel between places, there's a lot of shit for you to do in between locations. And Grand Theft Auto does not have that. You have a lot of fucking empty nothing. Yeah. Like, the amount of detail they put into these games is bananas. Yeah, it <laughs> like, is. Yeah. I guess, yeah, that is kind of a funny thing about Grand Theft Auto. There isn't really much to get you sidetracked besides just the overall scope of the world and wanting to drive your car up a mountain. You know, but like it's you know, you're not really gonna get like stopped by somebody on the side of the road and be like, "Hey, help me change my tire, CJ," or like, uh, <laughs> "You know, I got a mission for you, CJ." Like, nope, you pretty much go from mission to mission and do your thing. But like, if yeah, whereas like things... in Elder Scrolls game, like, "Hey, do you want to come join the Thieves Guild?" You're like, fuck yes, I do. Of course <laughs> I do. <laughs> I've been waiting for somebody to ask me that. <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've yet to actually beat an Elder Scrolls game because. I just start doing the stuff, you know, I'm like, I'm going to walk this <laughs> yeah. way. And then I'm in a dungeon, you know, with too much stuff in my bags. And I got to find like, you know, a dead body to throw a bunch of armor on. That's okay. So that does carry over then from like my experience, you know, playing like fallout and shit. That's, that's the only way I can really relate to these, uh, these elder scrolls games is through fallout. But like the, uh, you know, you're like over encumbered and you can't move thing. Just yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I can't not take the loot. Like, <laughs> do you expect me to not take it from the, you know, he's dead. He doesn't want it. You know, give me that leather, you know, bracer or whatever. And then it's like, ah, oh, you're over encumbered. You can't move. And you can only like inch forward. And it's like, no, okay. 
it's that old game of like, now what don't I need? And then you realize that you're carrying a bunch of like, you know, you accidentally picked up a bunch of garbage at some point. I don't know if, how much junk there is in uh, in Morrowind versus like Fallout. Oh yeah, you can like, collect a bunch of the stuff that's useless. I'm sure, like, like you know, it, like in Fallout, somehow I always unwittingly collect a bunch of cans, <laughs> and then in, like, yeah. you know, Morrowind, it's probably, like, you know, fucking skeleton bones or something. It's like, why am I holding all these goddamn bones? Like, I think it's goblets. Like, why do I have so many wine goblets? Yeah, I don't need these. Though <laughs> so it would be kind of cool to play the game and try and find every goblet in the world, and then just, like, mound them up in whatever your, like, you know, home is. Pe- like People have done that. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I don't have an original thought. <laughs> <laughs> I once uh, saw a blog post where some dude got blackout drunk, proceeded to play through oblivion, and punch every single person <laughs> in the face and kill them. <laughs> like <laughs> he was, you know, he's like, okay, so I have a save at like 11 p.m. at night, then I have another save at about four in the morning, and I don't know what I did in those five hours. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's and why he uh, pulls it up and everybody's dead. <laughs> that's why we live stream these days, baby, so you can get blackout drunk and there's a video record of what you've done. Like, <laughs> oh no. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Um, well, Jesse, tell us all the lore of Morrowind. Well, you know. I, don't, I don't really know a whole lot of lore. I always liked whenever I'd find uh, the dwarven uh, temples and stuff because... There aren't any dwarves left, like they're all dead. So it was like you were finding <gasps> stuff from like a, a ancient civilization, and sometimes there'd be like weird, like steam-powered robots in there that would fuck you up. And cool. glass weapons were really cool. Um, yeah. Let's see. One of my favorite things to do, and I'm glad it's carried over in the other Elder Scrolls games, is uh, is alchemy. But the biggest thing you need to find the ingredients and to find out what the ingredients actually do. So. You can just eat the ingredients. And so there's just anything in the game you can find, you can eat it. And yes. so, like, eat a bunch of crap. And then, like, uh, when you leave the menu screen, like, your character just starts making these noises. And, like, you know, uh, good effects and bad effects are happening to you at the same time. And it's, it's kind of funny. And I just That's imagine, awesome. you know, like, NPCs watching, like, that dude just ate some glass and some bat wings and then a bunch of rocks. <laughs> what is his problem? <laughs> Oh man! See now, I want you know there needs to be some kind of achievement or something for like playing the game and eating everything. <laughs> like he ate everything. <laughs> Feed me more. Those are scrolls. Why did he eat that back? arrow? I told you he ate everything. Oh man, that you know. See, that's a fun playthrough. Like, not saying eat just everything that comes your way, but you have to eat one of everything before completing the game. Yeah. Would be a pretty fun way to play Morrowind. Like, you know, not just, you know, oh, you looted a bunch of stuff, now eat it all. Yeah. No, no, no. You know, at some point, you got to taste it. You got to get a little nibble. I feel like in Morrowind, though, you had more choices. Like, you could eat more ridiculous stuff. Like, I think you could maybe eat, like, plates and stuff, too. And then, like in uh, Oblivion and Skyrim, they scaled it back to more bite-sized thing. Yeah, I'm, you know, still great. Uh, I'm in favor of eating mechanics oh, for uh, for loot. Because yeah, I mean, you know, if there was more stuff you could eat in Fallout without, you know, feeling bad and like you're wasting it and like using it up before you actually need it, yeah, then I would eat it. Like, yeah, I got this death claw hand. I should probably just eat it. <laughs> I'm realistically never gonna make that death claw weapon. Like. You know, oh, you got, you know, this guy's leather codpiece. Fine, I'll eat it. You know, I'm not happy about it. You know, 
Maybe I should just drop that instead of eat it. Yeah, okay, drop the cut piece, drop the cut piece. Um, but yeah, that would present an interesting dilemma. Like, you know, do you eat this or drop it? You know, that's uh, that's the name of the game. Always eat like, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, uh, that somewhere near the episode title, just always eat it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, cool. So, you know, I don't know if there's much else besides the fact that I've always been confused, like... Uh, Morrowind is Elder Scrolls 3. Has anybody yes. ever really played Elder Scrolls 1 or 2? Or are uh, they like Street Fighter 1? Like <laughs> two, 2 is called Daggerfall. Um, I know PC <laughs> gamers have probably played that. And yeah. uh, 1, I have no idea about that. Yeah. <laughs> mm. But, uh... Yeah, as far as I, you know, as far as my brain knows, this series started as Elder Scrolls 3. Uh, Morrowind, and uh, went from there, you know. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe one day they'll remaster those other uh, those other two Elder Scrolls games, but I don't think they will. Because so, uh, six is was the <laughs> I was gonna say they just announced some big thing at E3. I think it was Elder Scrolls Six. Oh man! And I I think it was a shot of a landscape, the words Elder <laughs> Scrolls Six, and a bunch of people went. <laughs> 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 Myself uh, included. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I started playing it's Skyrim okay, man. again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did. I do love the idea that you know it's the Elder Scrolls Six. You boot it up, and then for some reason it is just Skyrim again. Um, that's uh, it's not a bad idea, man. Yeah. So, uh, anything else on Skyrim before uh, before we um, move on? <laughs> I know there was a, like a bug thing that you could eat called Skuma, and it would get, it was supposedly uh, get you get Dark Elves high. Now, see, that sounds like that's one letter off. I'm looking at my keyboard, and I think you meant Akuma. Almost. Now, yeah, if you could eat Akuma in Morrowind and, you know, get Elven High, that, that sounds absurd. like it'd be... How absurd! <laughs> ah, yeah, cool. Just making sure my soundboard still works. Uh, great pick, man. Uh, Johnny, let's keep it going. Game 5.
So, the timeline of this game is vastly unclear. Design influences of cars and architecture point to a possible setting ranging from the 1970s to the early 2000s. Because of the contradicting factors, it's impossible to pin the game as taking place in a specific era. This was specifically intended by the developers who wanted to create a timeless atmosphere that allowed all players to relate the game to their own life experiences. How's everybody feeling? Terrible. Awful. That's not how we want to finish the show. Jeez. I feel great. Good, John. Thank you. Um, That probably means he's wrong. But let's uh, see uh, see what we got, man. Oh, no. (laughs) Okay, so Jesse Moore says The Sims, which is unfortunately incorrect. John Regan says that frisky dingo game, which I wish were a thing. And David Fleming... This might be the first penis he's ever drawn on the show. Stealing no. jellies. Oh. It's, it's just been a long time. Okay, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. David draws a penis, which is sadly incorrect. Uh, no, this game is Bully. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody play Bully? <laughs> oh, it's been a second. Oh, I'm seeing shaking heads. I'm so sad about that. Uh, <laughs> you know. Bully is uh, fucking dope. Um, 
Yeah. So uh, as to the trivia, they you know they didn't want to pin it down to a specific time period so that anybody playing it could relate it to like their own time in school. Though I don't know what's super relatable about going to a fucking boarding school. Uh, I guess there are still people in this world that go to boarding school. I'm not really sure. But, uh, That's where see the trivia fucked me up because you said like the design of the buildings and cars. I was like, all right, it's a racing game. What were racing <laughs> games in the two thousands? Yeah, sorry about that. I, should, I maybe could have dropped that off, but uh, but yeah, no, actually, it's funny. The uh, the cars in the game, uh, I believe, are actually all like taken from Grand Theft Auto, uh, not just in model, but like you know that literally has like the names on them. Um, so this is part of the Grand Theft Autoverse. Um, sadly, uh, Jimmy Hopkins never turns up in anything else. But, uh, yeah, so they just wanted to make a timeless game where you're playing as a troubled teenager, hanging out at school, doing his thing. Um, you know, but, man, you know, so David, you did play this one. I played it briefly. Yeah, you never, you didn't finish it? This, uh, cause, you know... It took me a minute, but, you know, it was one of those games where I distinctly remember, like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take a break, man. This, this game's kind of getting away from me. And then I came back and I finished it, and it was a, it was a fun game. No, this is one of those, like, right when I got a PS2, uh, I got, it's like, I have a PS2 now. I got to play everything. And I kind of, like, picked and chose from a whole bunch of stuff and didn't go back and finish a lot of them. Right. Uh, and this is one of the ones that I sadly didn't get the chance to go back and finish. Yeah, now, you know, that's the thing, like, as I was remembering the game, I'm like, you know, I remember this game kind of getting a little out of hand, like, I kind of liked it more in the early stages of the game where it was, like, a going-to-school simulator. <laughs> it's like, you know what I didn't enjoy? High school. But you know what's kind of fun? A virtual version of high school where I can kiss the girls and actually do well in class. Like, <laughs> so, uh, you know, this, uh, this is fun for me, man. Um... Like, I, I legit actually enjoyed, like, the class modes in the game. Like, uh, they were, like, fun puzzles and things to solve. Um, but, you know, <laughs> I, I, early I, on in the game, it's, like, such a... It's, like, a low-stakes, like, teenage Grand Theft Auto. But, like, you know, none of the... It's, it's none of the weird controversial shit that they thought was surrounding this game. You're not actually playing, like, a bully. You're playing a guy who doesn't, you know, back down from a fight. But he's, like, protecting the nerdy kids. And, you know, just kind of, you know, he's an ass beater and he's doing his thing, but he's not really a bully, you know. And then uh, it, it's just like you're accepting missions from other kids at the school. It's like, yeah, you know, I, I need your help getting my comic books back from that guy. I'll give you two dollars. It's like, make it five, motherfucker. And you got yourself a deal. It's like, this is such a low stakes story. I fucking love it. <laughs> I feel yeah. like Rockstar really had your number because they had Grand Theft Auto where you have to, like, play going to a gym, and then yeah. you have bully to play going to school. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, yeah, they, they, they were covering all the things that I would do normally in life. And, uh, you know, and I could do it better in a video game. <laughs> I'm not actually going to go to the gym, but, man, CJ's jacked. And, uh, you know, I sure hated high school, but I like Bully's version of high school, the one where I can become the most popular kid in school. And, uh, you know, also, like, I don't know, skateboard without falling over and uh, <laughs> throw stink bombs at people. Like, it's, <laughs> it's a pretty good version of high school, man. Uh. Yeah, I just, maybe that's why it didn't stick with me. I just remember playing it. It's like, this is Grand Theft Auto Jr. 
where you're still going around and like kind of being a dick, but instead of like shooting people, you're just throwing rocks at people. Right. No, see, and that's the thing. I I do like that they're, you know, for all the escalation in the game, at no point does it really turn into Grand Theft Auto. You never get a real gun. I'm trying to remember if you get anything that you can even shoot, like, you know, one of the big missions early on, like, you get a slingshot. It's like, okay, this is Bart Simpson levels of mischief. Like, <laughs> I definitely remember a slingshot, but I don't think it get the the projectile weaponry did not advance beyond that. I thought maybe at some point later in the game, and I might be misremembering, but I thought maybe you got like a potato cannon. <laughs> um, but I'm not even sure if that's a thing. That's probably the, like, the yeah. equivalent of the Grand Theft Auto rocket launcher. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you got a fucking potato cannon. You can really destroy the entire school. <laughs> but like. You never get to fucking drive a real car, so there's no you know moment of the game where you get to plow down a bunch of the fucking civilians with your car. You don't get to simulate a school shooting. Like, all these things that people probably looked at this game and thought, oh man, this is going to be disgusting and terrible. No, 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 they weren't there. It was a simple story of a, you know, of a fucking troubled ass-beaten boy who got sent to boarding school and just, you know, kind of made his way. Like, uh, you know, it's all, you know, it's almost like Harry Potter with no magic. Like, I kind of <laughs> wish, uh, <laughs> I kind of wish they had just kept it like, you know, a simple boarding school story. Like, you, you know, just your adventures around the. I a completely the- different thing. I got a completely different thing out of Harry Potter. <laughs> I said no magic. <laughs> I feel like you'd like Degrassi. I think the I might. The only like controversy I remember about this game is that you could kiss a boy. Right. And people got super pissed about that. Well, it was it was back in the day, man. You know, kissing boys wasn't in fashion at the time. Yeah, I just I you know I liked it better as it you know as it was early on in the game. Like you know you're just going around school and helping kids and you know taking classes, and then later on like you get expelled, you go into the town, you start helping those people. You know, eventually, like, the last part of the game is absurd. Like, you know, the fucking sociopath kid Gary has taken over the school, and you've got to stop him. It's like, okay, no, 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 no. You've, you've lost it, bully. You know, it was, it should have been, you know, actually, okay, no, you know what it needs to be? It needs to be, like, Stardew Valley. But you're a kid at a boarding school. <laughs> like, you've got the time that you've got to do what you want to do, and you play it your way. Like, you know, you go to school, you want to beat up the jocks, you beat up the jocks. You want to kiss the nerdy girl, you kiss the nerdy girl. You want to take your classes, you take the classes. You spend your free time doing what you want to do. You know, you advance your skills. And then at the end of the year, you know, you receive some sort of grade for how you've done. Your dead grandpa comes back in ghost form. And, you know... Like, I'm I'm quite frankly into that. But it kind of got into this absurd story of, like, having to win the school back and, like, win the favor of the dean and all this. And it, it kind of lost me at the end. But it's a really fun game. <laughs> like, you, you, you really got me thinking about this Harry Potter thing. Like, one of my favorite episodes of the Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon is one where Sonic loses his ability to run fast and he has to figure out how to uh-huh. get through his shit without running fast. I would like to see a Harry Potter movie where everybody loses their magic. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, watch Degrassi. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering Jesse where you were going because, like, you know, you were talking about Harry Potter, and it got me thinking about the Sonic the Hedgehog cartoons. Like, John, that was a clear decade before Harry Potter. How is this going to connect? <laughs> John, everything gets you thinking about the Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon. Come off it. Man. I mean, that uh. it's relevant because in that Sonic cartoon, a wizard takes away his speed. Mmm. <laughs> exactly. Could have been Dumbledore. 
Yeah. Yeah. It probably was. Dumbledore took away Sonic's speed. <laughs> I'm not making this episode up. It's a real episode of the show. I know you're not, man. Fuck this. One of my favorite things is to bring up ridiculous video game episodes that are real, like that time that the Super Mario Brothers had to rescue Millie Vanilli. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about that. <laughs> Everyone um, knows you can't control the symbiote. <laughs> See, and this is also is the that game. Is the new Mario 2 sound? I think so. <laughs> At least for this episode, Jesus Christ. We need to combine the two. Um, yes. Don't play them at the same time right now, John. I'll do it in editing. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, this is the game I was talking about when you alluded to bad voice acting, because this game continues Rockstar's tradition of not hiring very many like prominent voice actors and then just kind of relying on, I guess, in-house talent and nobodies. And uh, I was watching a playthrough of it, and man, the voice acting in this game leaves something to be desired early on. But then, like, as you continue in the game, it smooths out. So it's almost like they just recorded the first scene on, like, the first day of making the game. <laughs> it's like, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. We need to actually get, like, a fucking voice director in here, because, like, this sounds like shit. You know, that, that first scene was terrible, but let's, uh, you know, let's, okay, you know, let's, let's I'll smooth it out, let's do a refresh, and then the rest of the game will be okay. <laughs> like, there's part of it that's horrendous mid-2000s voice acting, but there's, uh, there's other parts of it that are perfectly acceptable. So, it's a cool game. You know, it's fun. It, uh, you know, I'm trying, uh, I was trying to remember the different classes you get to take, because seriously, that, you know, maybe I'm some kind of fucking nerd ass. But, like, I enjoy doing the classes. I don't remember the benefit of doing the classes. Like, you could pa pass five classes and get some sort of benefit for your character. And, like, the English class was literally just, like, a word scramble. Like, they put letters on the screen. You have to unscramble them and make as many words as possible using those letters. I love doing puzzles like that. That's my shit. That's that busy work they would give you in, like, seventh grade Spanish class. And it's there in a game, baby, and I'm excelling at it. Like... <laughs> Like, the art class was, like, this weird... Uh, do you guys remember that really, you know, obscure PC game, Jez Ball? Yes. Where... I'm sorry, can you repeat that? Yeah. <laughs> the art... For some for some reason, the art game is Jez Ball, but it's, you know, <laughs> oh, eventually you make a drawing out of it. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, one more time? And uh, the chemistry game is like Guitar Hero, basically. You gotta input the right buttons at the right time. So it's like Young and Einstein. Yeah, exactly. And if you fuck it up, you blow something up and you fail. But, uh, you know, the classes were all fun, just like little distractions. You know, it was a fun, tiny little world to explore. I just, you know, I, uh, I kind of wish they could have kept it from going off the rails at the end and just made it like a fun school year of a game. Like, I'd be... Uh, I don't know, man. It seems fun. I feel like they need to revisit it. Like, just, you know, do, you know, not saying bully in college, but, like, <laughs> set up some scenario where you got to do, like, four years at Bullworth. <laughs> and, you know, you just, like, you do your thing. Like, it just... Bully Harvard edition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do want It just seems like college. it'd be a lot of fun. That sounds great. Yeah, bully, go bully goes to college. <laughs> yeah, that's the... That's the long rumored bully two. Back to school. Um, yeah. Starring Featuring Dangerfield. Featuring <laughs> Dustin Diamond as the voice of whatever oh, the main character's named. Nope, 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 nope. Mm -mm. Should have gone with Mr. Belding, but you went with Dustin Diamond. You fucked up, Johnny. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Um, yeah, man. You know, uh, it was a fun game. It was cool. Uh, you know, rewatching a little bit of the gameplay this week. Uh, 
you know, it just it kind of took me back. It's like, oh yeah, man, just skateboarding around, throwing stink bombs, doing bicycle races, taking girls to the carnival, and all these character models are butt ugly. Like, oh, it's the mid two thousands, all right, baby. And it was, uh, you know, I forgot that this one came out after like San Andreas. You know, Rockstar was on a little bit of a good roll here. Like they had San Andreas, and then they had the Warriors, and then they had Bully. Like. Rockstar had my fucking attention at that time. Like, <laughs> I was uh, I was playing those games. So good on them, man. I uh, I was enjoying those uh, those Rockstar games back in the mid 2000s. You know, thanks, John. Thanks for picking this theme and making me think about uh thinking about this time in my life. <laughs> it was uh it was fun. It really was. I'm not being facetious here. You know, I'll even allow you to say the name of the theme. Oh, naughty oddies. I survived. I feel okay with that. <laughs> okay. Good uh, good times, good tunes. I think it's time to take you to the calculating computer, man. Lightning round! John, what have you done? <laughs> so right now, we have a three-way tie. And... <laughs> hey, John, who is in last? I'm last, and I won last week. <laughs> So, oh shit, yeah. So, what I've done is, if you'll remember earlier today, I, I, earlier tonight, I very quickly listed the villains from Spider Man, and hopefully what? you weren't paying attention. Because this lightning round is going to very quickly go through a few Spider Man villains, and uh, whoever gets it the most uh, Spider Man villains, you have to guess if they appeared in the Spider Man 2000 game or not. Whoever gets it the most right wins Game That Tune this week. Good luck. All right, we're going to start with David. David, Vulture. Not in. That is correct. All right. Jesse, Lizard. Yes. No, he was not in the game. And this, is, this is Sun Death, so, like, Jesse, you're out now. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, by the way. <laughs> Jesus Game Christ. changer. All right. John, Sandman. No. That is correct. All right. David. Seriously, how would you render sand on a PlayStation 1? They could do it. David. <laughs> Green Goblin. Not in. That's correct. John. Scorpion. He's in. Yep. All right. Uh, play the clip. No, don't. No, I'm not doing it. Uh, David. Chameleon. Not in. That's correct. God damn it. You guys are good. Now you got me threes. John Mysterio. Um, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> let me think about this. <laughs> I need to go mess with the symbiote. Uh, <laughs> hold on. Let, I, I, I need to try and control the symbiote to get the answer. No, he's, he's in. David, Dr. Octopus. He's in. Okay. Uh, John, uh, Grey Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just make up characters? No, I bought a list of Spider-Man villains on Wikipedia. Okay, okay no. <laughs> That's correct. I might need another lightning round. David, Rhino. He is in. God damn it. John, Electro. He's in. David, Captain America. He is in. And also not a villain. I know. Or John, is he? If you get to White Rabbit, I'm calling the lightning round. Hail Hydra. John, Black Cat. No. No, she is in the game. Ah, <laughs> oh, David is this oh, week's winner. No. 
Calculating computer activated. Why'd you Scoring complete. This game's winner is. David Fleming. Wow. Who saw that coming? Thanks, Calculated Computer. You really settled that one. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ, John. That was a really interesting finish. <laughs> Wait, so, okay, I thought it was just, like, the bosses. And then you went to, like, a uh, cameo character. Well, he ran out. I think like, we went through. Like, you changed, like, the rules, like, three or four times. We, time we went, one, we went through all the bosses. Like, yeah. Well, that was a yeah, poorly right. planned lightning round. You it want was. to know the real twist, John? We're not that drunk. <laughs> uh, so anyway, great game tonight, man. Uh, if it had to go to anybody besides me or Jesse or John, it should go to David. So uh, great Dave. game, everybody! Shitty lightning round. <laughs> yeah, what a uh, what a mysterious lightning round this was. Um, David, what do you got in mind for next week's episode? <laughs> How about a I'm trying to I'm, I'm trying to bait the Mysterio um, clip as many times as possible. Um. I was thinking about going back to a personal favorite wheelhouse of mine and doing handhelds. Hey. We haven't done handhelds in a while. Sure haven't. Um, cool. Uh, Which, I don't, I don't know if we've ever officially established in the canon rules of the show, but the Nintendo Switch counts as both a home console and a handheld. Sure. Yeah, Whoa. I guess, man, if that's what you're trying to go for. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, if somebody wants to pick a Switch game, I'm not going to, but if somebody wants to... Okay. I believe you, David. <laughs> Wink! Uh, <laughs> great theme, and I can't wait to hear your Switch pick next week. Um, you know... God damn it, he's on to... <laughs> that was so unsmooth. <laughs> so, uh, great game tonight, guys. A lot of fun. Uh, a lot of awesome music from that fantastic decade. Johnny, what decade was that? Uh, the Naughty Oddies. It sure was. Um, oh. God, I think I'm having a heart attack. Uh, yeah, great uh, great game tonight, guys. Uh, thanks for everybody for lo- uh, watching along with us live on twitch.tv slash game that tune, youtube.com slash game that tune, and facebook.com slash game that tune. A lot of fun chatter in the chat room tonight, so thanks to everybody that's tuning in live with us every Wednesday at 9. Uh, thank you for those that are listening in podcast form. Uh, our podcast comes out Wednesdays, uh, Wednesday mornings. And uh, thanks for listening. We're in iTunes and at GameThatTune.com and anywhere else you get your podcasts. And, uh, you know, you should check out Patreon.com slash GameThatTune. It's the home for fun exclusives. We've got mixtapes. We've got uh, GTT Gems, the 302010 of video game music. We've got Jesse's Covered Up series where he talks about and plays music from his favorite video game music cover bands. And, uh, you know, you uh, help us keep the lights on and buy new equipment. So thank you to everybody that goes to Patreon. Throw us a couple of bucks. We'd greatly appreciate that. Thank you to our Patreon super fan tier producers, Alex Messenger and Lance Revere. You guys are fantastic. Um, and thank you to uh, Joanna for your request tonight. She sent it to us via Facebook. So find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash gamethattune. Uh, hit us up there. Or you can email your request, gamethattune at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at gamethattune and slide into those DMs. Um, or you can find us individually on Twitter. I'm there at jgangsta187. You can find John Regan on Twitter at 
JP Regan JR. You can find Jesse Moore on Twitter at Sega underscore legend. And you can find this week's winner, David Fleming, on Twitter at DFD Fleming. Shit yeah, my man. What do you got for the bonus tunes tonight? Uh, for bonus tunes, I picked um, a battle. It's a violent encounter. It's one of the battle themes when you fight a colossus in Shadow of the Colossus. Awesome. Um, thanks for everybody for listening. Peace out. is copyright 2000 Activision Publishing Incorporated. Shadow of the Colossus is copyright 2005 Sony Computer Entertainment America Incorporated. Gears of War is copyright 2006 Epic Games Incorporated. The Elder Scrolls 3 Morrowind is copyright 2002 Bethesda Softworks LLC. Bully is copyright 2006 Take-Two Interactive Software Incorporated. Four, three, two, one, go. Welcome to Game That Tune, everybody! <laughs> God, I drank too much tonight. What else do we have? Patreon. Um, no, I was going to thank our requester first. But yeah, Patreon's a good idea. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I see uh, David. Man, there is no way that David is making it back from that pee. You guys yeah, asked me how long, just, oh, and I said a minute, but then he took like 15 to 20 seconds to get up. <laughs> hey! Yeah. I made my move. I went and got all the supplies I need to make another drink. <laughs> yeah. And everybody knows if you gotta pee during game that tune, you don't leave the fucking set, baby. You just go where you gotta go. <laughs>